in good company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. Carly, 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 Carly. You have been experiencing... That was a lot of Carly's. <laughs> I just didn't know how to stop, actually. <laughs> Even in my brain, I was like, why am I saying this so much? <laughs> it just kept coming. Okay, but the thing is, is that there is a lot of Carly right now. You know, good segue. Yeah. You have been experiencing what to an outsider looks like almost daily breakthroughs. Like just, ah, oh, this unraveling of Carly and all the BS that you've kept protecting yourself for a really long time. And it's actually led to some pretty bold and courageous moves in your business. So today we're going to talk about that. So I'd like to, I'm going to interview you. Cool. I'm down bitch. with that. All right. So you just like sit there and be interviewed. Okay. And I'd like to know, first of all, you know, so where are you at right now and what has caused this shift? So where I'm at right now is just giving less fucks, actually. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have spent my life giving way too many fucks and this is still a process. I'm not completely zero fucks, um, but I'm but I'm, fuck free. I'm getting there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Felicity's on every episode. Yeah, because I'm on every episode. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. And I guess it it started, I mean, it started 10 years ago with my diagnosis of depression and my constant journey of self-discovery since then. But I feel like in the last little bit, there's been a few things that I've done that have just tipped things to the next level, I guess. One has been kinesiology. Just love it. Another has been my singing lessons. Mm-hmm. And I think the other one has been oh, just a bigger commitment to myself. Yep. It's been building for a while. Yeah. I think it was the reflection also of how far you'd come last year. Yeah. So I think you got when we were doing those episodes, real and you were able, we were sort of like, well, Christmas last year, ew, it was gross. And look at what's happening now. And then that that momentum, there's something about it. There's something about seeing yourself in a new light or being able to kind of go, wow, couldn't see it or feel it at the time, but have come quite a long way. Let's just continue with this. It feels really good. Like you started to trust feeling good. Yes. And I think at the end of last year, I mean, if you listen to the episode where we did reflect on the year that was for 2017, my year was transformational in so many ways and in so many really positive ways. There were, I could put closure on some things. Mm. I started showing up differently. And then towards the end of last year, when we started to do that, the, you know, to starting to ponder what we wanted for 2018, and the one thing that I realized that I really wanted was some pleasure and joy and to honor myself. And I've never 
I think I said on those episodes where we spoke about what our word was and all that kind of jazz, I never really got it. Like I never really, I set words like joy and then I just kind of took a photo of it, shared it on Instagram and never really thought about it again. <laughs> but but this year is different. Like I'm actually focused on creating more pleasure and allowing more pleasure and receiving more pleasure and giving more pleasure. Um. Oh, that sounds weird. Anyway, and, but I, but I'm also, I'm also more, you know, I really am taking the honoring myself thing very, not seriously in a, in a joyful, playful way, but I, yeah, but I am committed to that. So tell me about how all of this has meant different decisions being made in your business. Okay. So the honor yourself thing, I think in some ways I have always kind of done it, but I think it started when I decided to officially close Radcasters because Mm. it was like a Radcasters was really created out of this fear space of me needing to have something that was of value to everybody else and, um, and, and logically figuring out what my purpose was and, it was it was created from that place of not being enough, so I and needed it was cli- to. It was clinical. It was very clinical, and I needed to prove that I knew the most about podcasting, kind of thing. I don't know. It just it, the whole the whole that whole venture. While it was great, and I know because there are so many podcasts that are out in this world now due to Radcasters, it certainly wasn't wasted. I met some amazing people, and some of them have gone on to have incredible results. But for me, it just wasn't. It wasn't, it didn't feel like that's what I was here for. I felt like I was here for something bigger, a bigger reason, but I just wasn't really allowing myself to have the permission to dream that big dream without tethering. You know, I wasn't Mm. allowing myself to go, you know what you really want to do? You just want a podcast. You just want a podcast. You just want to speak. And I think I've always known that's what I wanted to do, but I just didn't think it was possible for me. And so I just guess I blew the lid on what is possible and then started honouring that bigger picture and then started making big, bold decisions about what I was going to do in my life based on where I saw myself going. Instead of fucking around with the little stuff, like... Mm you know, oh, I need to do this first so that I can get the experience so I can do this and then I can do this and then I can do this. I was just like, no, fuck that. I'm going for the big vision. I'm not going to play small anymore. I'm sick of distractions. I want to I want to go all in and that was the decision, right? Like I think I mm-hmm. said it to you, I just want to go all in on something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the singing lessons came in because I knew for me it was about expression and going back to my childhood, I'd always loved to sing. And I was told things like, you don't, you don't really have that good a voice. And so shut down that form of expression for me, but I love it. It covers me in goosebumps. I feel so alive when I'm singing. Music was always such a big part of my life. It's why I started working in radio, Mm. but I just, let the serious adult take over and stopped playing. Yep. And so then going back to singing was 
something that just has astronomically changed my life. Astronomically. So, okay. So how, um, cause people are like, mm, I sing in a choir and my life hasn't changed or how could singing lessons change your life? So I might've mentioned this on another podcast episode about the basket weaving at the retreat yes. where, you know, where you're showing up to do something that's outside of your comfort zone. And it's very easy to see all the stories because you can be the observer in that and recognize, oh, I'm not committing here or, you know, and those, those stories translate. For me, singing was an area that I did love. Mm. Dancing was another. So, so, but, but I had fully repressed myself around that. And so if you've been singing all your life and you don't have shit around singing, then mm. of course it's not going to be changing your life because you're doing it. But I had, I had been wanting to sing my whole life, but I had been repressing that part of me or suppressing it. So for me, when I faced my fear of singing and getting it wrong, like that was my whole thing. I had this insane fear of getting it wrong, which is the like singing, life, business, my relationships. I have this insane fear of getting it wrong. And so that inadvertently creates a situation where I am perpetually in failure because mm. I'm so afraid of getting it wrong that I'm, I end up inadvertently through trying to get it right all the time, creating this self-fulfilling prophecy where I end up getting it wrong, being a failure. So if I could just, and I, I figured, you know, I, I love speaking. I love writing. I love singing. But the thing that fucks me up over and over again is the space in between my ears mm. where I put pressure on myself for it to be something more than what it is, for it to mm. be right. And in that I become not present in what I'm doing. And so then that leads to me producing something that isn't really aligned or coming from my heart or soul. Not that everything has to come from our heart or soul, but it's not coming from that place of presence. It's coming from this place of needing to please other people, needing validation. And when you're in that kind of place, nothing is ever going to fill that hole, you know? So for, for me, sure. singing became this way for me to practice expression and presence together without judgment. And, and that, and it's not even, it's not even that singing, you go to singing lessons and your life changes. It's that I bought this attitude of, I'm going to go all in on this and I am going to fully express myself, even if it makes me want to cry. And every lesson I cry because there's such freedom for me in letting go of all of the conditioning and just showing up mm -hmm. as I am totally imperfect not in tune sometimes, not even knowing what's going to come out of my mouth next. You know, that presence, that's what I want to bring to as much of my life as I can. So that is why singing lessons is so life-changing for me, not because of what I'm doing, but because of how I'm showing up to it. 
Yes. It's who you're choosing to be for it. Yes. And uh, what I've really seen from you is that you're starting to trust what feels good and what is Kali, like the root, whereas we second-guess ourselves all the time. So on the back of that, I have a question. Do you feel like in this showing up, like the way your social media posts have changed, you know, your selfie queen right now, it's just like. <laughs> ma- totally a selfie queen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, but something that, you know, as your light shines brighter, because that's what's happening right now. Mm. I see you emanating from inside and you can see it on your face. You can see it in your expressions, how you talk. The energy on our phone calls is different. Like every, Like there's just this. There's just this bubbling outness. Do you worry, and, you know, it goes against everything that you're sharing, but have you thought about whether that's triggering for people? Because I can remember conversations mm. between you and me of like, like it's not all vanini or I hate hearing, you, you know, there's some, there's certain people yes. who as they Trigger. find themselves. Like, yeah. But we're Do not you, even having those conversations anymore. Have you noticed that? No, we used not. to always be having conversations like, oh my God, did you see this person on Facebook? And <laughs> did you see what they're posted? What an idiot. Like We're not having those conversations anymore. No. And for the record, we weren't really doing it. No, much. but but we did do it, right? Like there were well, times where we would see something. Everyone. Yeah, humans exactly. judge. And, and that was, yeah, and I mean, that that's the thing is that, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing I think, like I was seeing people showing up in their truth and that was hugely triggering for it was me. triggering for you. So have you thought about that or are you just kind of like effort? I'm yeah, here. I don't give out. two shits because I feel like I, I, I cared so much about what other people thought of me that I wasn't expressing myself and I was allowing myself to get triggered by other people who were fully expressing themselves. Even I am looking at you going, oh, my God, I want a piece of that. <laughs> like, am I, like, hang on, how how happy am I? How how often am I giving myself the opportunity to to let it all out like Carly is or fine? You know, when people start to, it is, it is, it is two things. It's hugely inspiring. Like I feel really inspired by you right now, but it's in, you know, sometimes equal parts and, you know, all different parts depending on where someone's at. Also triggering because you're a mirror Mm. to, and I'm like, well, I'm not looking back at the same thing. Person that I was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is not, hang on, like, Far out. Why, why can't I do singing lessons and get chills all over my body? Or why can't I show up as myself? Why am I always hiding who I am? Why am I still worried about what people think? You know, I think, I think I think too much about people, but that's also because I get people giving feedback, like telling me this is, you know, you're wrong or whatever. But I think, and also because of the whole tall poppy thing that I'm, completely rejecting right now, but you are going to stand out like a tall poppy because you're taking action in your life, bold moves in your business, like saying no to your email um, service provider and all that kind of stuff. You know, you're just going to keep on going don't, and just not look back, like. Mm, pretty much. Yeah. Good. All right. I think um, in terms of the triggering thing, 
Like it's not my responsibility to protect people from their own feelings. I've spent my entire life doing that. It has certainly not served me and it's not serving the people that I want to serve. My whole Mm. message is about permission. It's about permission to do things your way. It's about permission to, to, to go all in on things. Uh, and if I'm not doing that, then what's the fucking point? Like Mm. there is no point. Yes. Oh my God. So much. And I think people do want to see examples. I think people want to see you living your message. Because it gives them, once again, permission to... Or triggers them. And then hopefully that triggering gets them off their ass to do something. The other thing that that I do, you know, on my Instagram feed, I'm constant. like I talk about that. It's like I'm taking these selfies because, you know, you you might be scrolling through. I've actually said this on a selfie recently. You You might be scrolling through and see another photo of my face and be like, what is wrong with that fucking woman? Like, seriously, she's not all that good looking. And that's a terrible angle and blah, 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 blah. Has she thought how, you know, how, has she thought about how those ugly selfies are going to make her look? Why is she taking another photo on the toilet? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> or, or, or they could be having the response, you go girl. Mm. And those responses have nothing to do with me. It's just mm. a photo of me on the toilet again. Like it's, <laughs> it's not. Well, I, and I also want to say, you're a very attractive person, but I, I think also the way that you're showing up in your photos these days is more attractive. Like you are loving yourself more yeah, and that absolutely. comes out on. Yes. And there was a, a question that I wanted to ask about that. I can't remember what it was. Oh, I'm just experiencing that as I'm talking about how I'm resting more and slowing down more, it's just hugely triggering. Mm. I've never had pushback on a message before, but I'm getting huge pushback on this message of rest. And I think obviously people aren't ready to hear it. Maybe they're just not ready to hear it or maybe they just think I have no, I've come too far from being in the shit with them. Like it's easy for communities to rally around when we're all on the same playing field, but then when you start to take action. So talk to me about the shutting down active campaign. Did you get anyone who was like, dude, what? (laughs) Yeah, but. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I I know there were people who were thinking she's mad. Why the fuck would she do that? But for me, again, it came down to looking at my bigger picture and this might sound, you know, I feel like I'm a bit like Lewis Howes at the moment. Remember you were talking about uh, mm. in a previous app when you were in um, LA or in Laguna and he was there and he was saying, I want to reach 1 billion people and I'm saying no to Netflix or whoever the fuck it was because it's not enough people. And, 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 you know, and it's easy to go, he's delusional. And I think maybe I am a little delusional, but for me, I'm like, no, I'm going somewhere that is not, is not, is not, does not require an email list. And I, can I just say, can we just have a moment here? If there was champagne around, I would pop it. Look. I just, I feel like Lewis Howes right now. Like, what a comment for Carly. I know. What the hell? Yeah, I would, usually I would be hating on Lewis Howes because he used to be really triggering to me too. I was like, who, who does this guy think he is? Seriously. And now I'm like, props to you, brother. You go, you go out there and get them. This is exactly it. And this is why what you're doing is so amazingly inspiring and so amazingly powerful because there are people 
who are there with you Mm. and they want to see you do this. They want to see it unfold. And you're so, um, you've always been so bravely sharing the ugly parts and now it's almost like a new type of brave Mm. to share how amazing life can feel and how trusting yourself like right down to your core and making decisions that don't make logical sense but feel fucking great is like revolutionizing your whole life yeah I can't tell you how free I feel without having to think oh my god I haven't sent out an email to my list for a while like I just I just didn't it's not I just was like where how do I want to show up what does this big picture involve does it involve me building my list creating opt-ins all that kind of jazz and to be honest no it doesn't because I feel like I I'm going to be on stage. I'm going to be a famous author. And I just don't feel like I need an email list to do that. Yep. Whereas I literally, literally, I was a few minutes late to this because I was just wrapping up a a meeting with Jess, the amazing copywriter that I've been using, and we're mapping out all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, I'm going to be um, launching, well, obviously, you know, what's coming up this year and getting her help, you know, as I, I shared on the membership rundown episode, how I um, had a copywriter's help for, you know, really the first time and how awesome it was because being able to trust someone with that huge job, it just meant the world. And she's so good at what she does that now anything feels possible and um, we were doing the exact opposite mm. of what you're talking about right now. We're talking all about how to create email lists of people and, and you know, what I need to share with them in order for them to get to know me more because, for me, that's an absolutely brilliant platform and I love talking about that stuff. I love mark- online marketing. And for you, it was just dragging you down. Yeah. And it just wasn't your natural space. Not that I necessarily think it's my natural space but I find joy in it but it's very aligned uh, to where you're going too yeah I'm building an online business yeah yeah and and I just felt like the this was the realization that I had last year an online business is not what I want to be creating I want to be yeah I want to be stepping into the role of personality and Mm. not like yeah for me it's about my podcast first and foremost and then other ways that I can show up. Like now, now that I've given myself that space, now that mm. I've said this is not the way I want to communicate, I've started a Patreon page so that mm. people can stay in touch with me that way and I can provide them with extra value stuff. And now now I did singing lessons at the weekend and we were doing blues stuff and improv and now I'm saying, oh, my God, I want to bring my writing into songwriting and create songs about the stuff that I'm going through, like totally off the fly. I don't know how to play a keyboard, but that's not going to stop me. It's like, you know, I think we think sometimes we need to have There's all of these tools that, to sure. start. Yeah. But yeah. even then, we did this thing where I just had to improvise and tell a story on the keyboard. I, I'm not, I haven't had, seen, like I had probably two piano lessons my entire life when I was 14 years old. So I don't know how to play a, play a piano, but I do know how to connect a message to sound. 
And so that yes. is where I want to be spending my time, you know, and can, in creation, being an artist. So this was the message that I got on the weekend. I've just had a big epiphany, dot, 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 and I look at it and I'm just waiting. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> it's going right. dot, 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 I'm dot, here. Dot, 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 dot. She's writing, she's writing, yeah. she's writing. <laughs> uh, and it was, I'm an artist. And I was like, yeah, like an artist, an interpreter of beauty, you know, a creator. Yeah, you're an artist. But this has taken on a whole new meaning for you. Um, so do you want to just tell us a little bit about Carly? The artist. 2.0, the artist. So I grew up with a brother who was an academic. He's a professor or associate professor at the moment. Uh and my other brother is a an artist, like a literal artist in that he paints mm. and works at the NGV and, you know, he's a designer and all that kind of jazz. So I grew up with an artist and an academic and then me, never mm. really knowing what my place was. And I think at the weekend at this singing lesson that I was doing and I was playing around and I was just having so much fun with it, and somehow I managed to remove all the pressure of getting it right with this improv stuff that we were doing with blues. And I did it. I, I did like one, I did a couple of exercises, but one where I just had to play two notes and she played the blues bars. And I was just going, ah, 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 like whatever it was, whatever two notes it was. And she was like, just do it off the cuff, whatever comes to you, just do it. And I felt so much resistance around it. I was like, I can't do it. I can't hit the notes. I'm pressing the buttons and I'm pressing the keyboard buttons or whatever, the keys. And they're like, I don't even know the terminology. And they're, and they're like, and my, my voice isn't matching it. And what the hell's going on? And then I just let it go and I did it. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm doing it. I'm doing it and I'm enjoying it. And now I'm present to what she's playing and I know where to go. This. Oh my God, this is freeing. I'm not thinking about where I'm going. I'm just tuned into what's going on around me and present in that. And then afterwards she goes, how did that feel? And I just started bawling my eyes out because it was freedom. Mm. And then I just realized that's what I've been denying myself of, that freedom that creativity to create and play. Like we just don't play anymore as adults. It's rare for us to play without it, without it being attached to something, creating something. As you were saying that, I was thinking about my children mm. and how I watch them learn a new skill, even if it is just how to make fart sounds under your arm and how everything feels possible for mm. them and that feeling like I'm really good at making fart sounds like watch me mm. or you know they learn how to draw a love heart for the first time and they're an artist then yeah. in their minds or they're great readers even although they're just memorizing what the teacher says and repeating it back to you and uh, somewhere along the line we lose mm. that uh, joy of discovery of what is possible for ourselves and we kind of box ourselves in to I am a this or I I do that or I'm needing not to be competent at this, needing to excel yes, well, at that, it, needing to get there's the, no point if I'm not good at it. Yeah. 
you know, because it's about who's winning or losing or whatever. And I just, when I was, I was watching it, I was, I was thinking it's almost child's play. It is right now. And you know what? That's what I feel like. I, I feel mm -hmm. like I'm back to being a child. Oh, and the joy that is in childhood when you feel like there's no limits. Like I genuinely used to think I could do anything. I know. I was going to be famous and, you know. I was going to be the first woman prime minister. Sorry, Jules. So, you know. We, yeah, I totally agree. I was going to the UN. I was all these things. And then when stuff doesn't happen, yeah, we start to just. Or when we're told, oh, don't get your hopes up around that. Like, you know, oh, I don't know if you could be. Doesn't really happen for people like us. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. And so we temper it. But I feel like that's what I've been doing is just uncovering the layers mm. that take me back mm. to the kid that I was where the world yes. was full of possibility. And I'm just reveling in that right now. It's just a beautiful thing to witness. So thank you for doing it and thanks for sharing it with everybody because it really, it does, it looks like play. And to think that businesses could be built on the back of play, you yes. know. And that's what I want to find out, right? Like we have this way that business is supposed to be done. What if I could just do it from being me? and? And sharing my art with the world. Carly, I think, you know, people often, I think, look at me sometimes and the small steps business or, or you know, hear about that first launch or whatever. And the reason, I always think, like, the reason why it worked was because I had no expectation. There was no pressure. And I had, and I had just been playing, mm. literally playing in my kitchen and thinking, well, wow, this could probably help people. Like what I know could probably help people. Let's just have a crack. And, but it had come from people watching me play and watching. And I just, I do think that we overthink mm. and we overlearn how to get something out there when really it just comes back to, you know, who we're being. Mm. And that being something that's so easily not responsive to, that's the wrong word. But I don't know. It's like it's like reassuring when we know who someone is. We know that we can then either relate to them or not. And you're going through a big change right now. And I think because of your honesty that you've always had in the show up speak up group and on your podcasts and the way that you've always shown up, I think people are just going to love joining you on this ride. I, I certainly am. So thanks for sharing. No worries. Where, where things are at right now. No worries. Um, I did almost die when you shut down your active campaign, but that's fine. Because, um, I know. I energetically felt that, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, but I'm, you know, I'm proud. Like this is the thing that we're about on keeping good companies. It's not creating the right company. It's creating the right company for you. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're just getting closer and closer and closer to, you know, you're you're in the middle of creating that right now. Totally, totally. On my own terms, and this sister. is the thing, yeah. that's the whole thing, right? Like we might do things differently, but everyone has a different path to get to the destination and I'm just playing on the path in my own way, honouring myself. Yeah. And in that, you might end up starting it, getting active campaign again yep. in 
few years time because you want to start traveling internationally with your book and you want to be able to communicate with people when you get there who knows yeah, who knows but I'm totally open to that I haven't yeah. you know I haven't burnt any bridges behind me I'm not doing email marketing right now it doesn't feel aligned to me that might change in the future I'm open to it um you know who knows I might even reopen radcasters one day I don't know it just depends on what where I'm at and if it's honoring my bigger vision for myself. Yep. You're fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> I've got to get to parent-teacher interviews right now, so let's wrap this puppy up. No worries. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We love having you here. And if you're not in our Facebook group, you want to get in there. Spat. Keeping good company on Facebook. Thanks for sticking around. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company. Bye.